A new study's out from George Washington University's program on extremism, and they've got some really not so shocking news to report. As it turns out, the people in this country who absolutely love Donald Trump are white supremacists and neo-Nazis. Welcome to episode 21 of the Bristol Digest, the only weekly podcast that brings you the flowers in the morning rain. Uh, today is the 4th of September. I'm Rupert Sen and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? Oh, it's going, uh, it's going none too bad. None Excellent. too bad. Excellent. Yeah, right. some technical difficulties that we had yesterday. Yeah. Was, uh... <laughs> yeah, strange sense of deja vu. That's, yes. that's, that's yes. all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> Top stories this week, Paul. Uh, China and America finally agree on something. And hey. It isn't on the fact that Putin is at all. Uh, after years of reckless pathological denial, the Americans and their Chinese counterparts have finally come around to the idea that dumping tons of mucky shit into the Earth's atmosphere might actually have some negative consequences for all the millennial bastards that want to see their 40th birthdays. Uh, <laughs> the ratification of the Paris climate change deal by the two countries responsible for 39% of global emissions Whoa. marks what environmental campaigners are calling a turning point in the fight to keep the Earth from turning into a moody Jupiter by 2050. <laughs> However, the agreement still requires the ratification of 55 countries to be brought into force, and with Trump vowing to unpick the climate change deal were he to get elected, the future of the Paris deal is far from certain. Ooh. But the biggest elephant in the non-ratifying room happens to be the liberal, multicultural, economic cooperative utopia that is the EU, oh. uh, which intends on negotiating its ratification as a bloc with any ratification unlikely to be forthcoming in the near future. <laughs> Though the possibility of member states individually ratifying has not been ruled out, it's quite likely it's just been shatterbombed by Mr. Juncker instead. <laughs> uh, so, next story, Paul. Let's do it. Over to our friends in Ireland. Uh, oh. Ireland looks set to face either the biggest piss-up in its nation's history or the biggest outflow of foreign direct investment ever. Uh, <laughs> Ireland has been confronted with the unusual situation of having to reject a payment to her government of over 13 billion euro in a desperate bid to maintain its status as a tax haven for multinational companies. The European Commission ruled that Apple, with its European headquarters in, located in Ireland, owed the Irish government a staggering €13 billion Euro in unpaid taxes, wow. enough dough to host an entire Olympics, a World Cup, or several fabulous Eurovision Song Contests. Uh, <laughs> but the Irish Taoiseach, spiting his blasted luck, has refused to take payment of the billions of euros, and is instead appealing the ruling, keen to stroke the corporate balls of American tech giant Apple as gently as he can. The ruling handed down earlier this week essentially accused the Irish government of entering, entering into preferential, preferential tax arrangements with Apple in a manner that was prejudicial to the principle of equal treatment for all companies in member states. The Irish cabinet have made no apologies for their desire to appeal, despite some embattled Irish pointing out that the money was equivalent to the nation's entire healthcare budget or two thirds <laughs> of its entire social welfare bill. Oh my God. But given that it represents about 27% of Apple's 2015 profit, it is clear who's calling the shots in this particular battle. Mm. Apple ex chief exec Tim Cook said he was, quote, very confident the ruling would be overturned <laughs> whilst waxing a newly acquired moustache in a threatening manner. Um, final story this week, Paul. Stunned world watches in horror as racist orange Mexican-hating monkey <laughs> ventures into Mexico <laughs> and returns home safely. Um, oh. 
Unbelievable Poor form, stuff, Mexico. Really. Poor form. Yeah, exactly. What's the matter with you guys? Uh, on, on Wednesday, Donald Trump made the most surprising international trip since the time Ken Livingston holidayed in Israel, as he met uh, with Mexican <laughs> President Enrique Peña Nieto in Mexico, deep in the hinterland beyond where his much-spoken wall would reside. Trump, <laughs> arguably the least popular man in Mexican history, surprisingly emerged from the visit not as the main villain of the piece, with sombreros and tequila bottles being, uh, being hurled instead in the direction of President Peña. Firstly, the Mexicans questioned the thinking behind extending an invite to a man who had labelled the in- entire country's people as murderers and rapists. And secondly, they looked on askance as Pena oh. proceeded to bend over and allow himself to be orange mon- monkey bitch slapped in oh. front of the entire world. Pena stood by motionless, unable to and unable to muster a response as Trump reaffirmed his desire to build a wall and failed. And Pena also failed to respond to Trump's earlier documented big- bigotry. Uh, Instead, uh, resorting to a limp-dipped concession that it was all a misunderstanding. Uh, Now, Trump did drop the odd non-derogatory statement about Mexicans during his short stay, whether deliberately or or otherwise, but still managed to stick his fingers up at Pena and his countrymen the moment he returned to the US by taking to Twitter uh, Twitter and claiming that Mexicans were told they would be paying for the wall, Mm. something that Squirrel Man Pena has quietly, almost silently disputed. So, that's... (laughs) The stories this week, Paul. We'll start what with... What a week. Big week. What a week. Big week. <laughs> <clears throat> we'll start with... Uh, well, it's probably quite a positive story, really. Yeah, it should be good, it's right? Yeah. It's pretty rare we get to do uh, a good news piece. Mm-hmm. Don't, mm-hmm. don't get to do that very much at all. But that's good, you know, China and America getting day shit together. Getting day uh, shit. You know, for the, for the good of the world. That's well good. Go it on. It does seem that way. It does seem that way. I think between them... Uh, I think China accounts for twenty percent in America, nineteen or eighteen of uh, just uh, global emissions. Just those two, and I think we uh, two countries uh, saw wow. that um, Russia is quite well back in third place with sort of seven percent. So Jesus, quite a big gap between the first two yeah. and, and number Plus, three. There, what's up with yeah. the Ruskies? There, come on, up your game, Putin. I know, I know. You it's weird. Pollute with the big boys. The top six. Um, you know, emitters are almost like the top six uh, in the medal table at the Olympics. Ooh, uh, are we in there? Like, we're in there. Nice. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, what am I talking about? We're not anywhere in there. Yeah, uh, we, we, you wait just... till Brexit kicks in. Yeah, then we'll suddenly start burning coal. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll, be, <laughs> it'll be dreadful. But, um, <laughs> but no, most um, you know, yeah, this has been generally reported quite positively. Uh, mm. Uh, you know it does need 55 countries to ratify it before it's sort of really brought into force Mm. it's looking to keep um temperature levels at 1.5 celsius uh, above pre-industrial levels um so i'm not i think that's quite a lot isn't it in sort of global warming terms yeah i think Um, like that's it doesn't sound like much does it but i I think like globally like on the scale i think that's that's a big shift I think we're losing a bit of ice cap um, if we go yeah. <laughs> 1.5 Cs uh, above pre and dust. But mm. That's just my feeling. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, overall, uh, relatively good news. Pretty positive. We'll see, Pretty we'll see positive. Next story, Paul. It's Ireland. Ah, Bagara. Um, odd situation. It's it's bonkers, right? It's bonkers because that's it's such an, a ridiculous amount of money to say like, nah, nah, you keep it. I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah. And in fact, we we think it's wrong that you've given it to us. Yeah, nope. don't <laughs> we want were it. Appealing Do not want it. Think, you think the principle of you giving us this money uh, is disgusting because we want to let these big 
companies exploit our system. <laughs> and it should be our right to do that. And the fact that you tried to stop us is disgraceful. So it's very um, odd. <laughs> it's, in, it's insane, isn't it? And it's one of those where it's such a big amount of money. And you reeled off a, a few of the things that it would clear, right? You know. Yeah. So it, the entire healthcare budget. Like, wow. That's insane. Two thirds of the entire social welfare bill, <laughs> which is a bloody shitload. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, yeah, you could you could stage an entire Olympics with it as well. That's that's crazy. So you've got when a situation, I guess, where either Apple and and alike employ so many people that even getting that money would would be a detriment, or yeah. you know, there's <laughs> a few people or, yeah. getting the old pockets lined. Possibly. Eh? I mean, I think the. The argument is actually the former, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. this idea that they think that Apple is contributing so much. It's, it's got to be right, yeah. Um, you know, I hope people in Ireland who work for Apple are getting paid like two hundred thousand euro a year. Yes, everyone, people who working in the canteen and stuff. Yeah, just like sweeping up, like, but you're still like making top buck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it seems like they've got quite a big bill uh, mm. to pay otherwise. Um, final story this week, Paul. Oh. It's our good friend, Mr. Trump. Ah, um, oh, back Mexico, again. Ridiculous! It's like, why? What incredible, right? Why is, what, what was he doing there? Why did he go there? Why did what he happened? get invited? Like, who? You don't. Why would you, why do, would that? you do that? What? what and if what and if that? you do do that, right? You <laughs> yeah. get you get Trumpy there. You get him on stage. You got to lay that Mexican smackdown, right? Go go full lucha yeah. on his ass. I mean, what else is gonna? Is Farage gonna go to Poland and then sort of, <laughs> or go to Syria and then stop off at Poland on the way yeah. and just do like a little tour? Um, <laughs> Le Pen will have will do the same, you know, yeah. do a little Middle Eastern tour. It just seems what is the most ridiculous thing? I mean, bonkers. But yeah, um, just didn't didn't stand up to him at all. No. Disgracefully. Um, shame, shame on you. Shame on you, Pina. Pina, um, penis Trump, more like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Trump gave uh, a sort of joint press conference with. President Pena, mm. and uh, was actually initially really, really, really complimentary in a quite a disgusting, sort of sycophantic yeah. sort of way, and it was really Trumpy the way he did it. It was, uh, it was, yeah. I mean, I've got a little <laughs> clip for you, Paul, so we'll have a little listen. And as, as, as I say, it's the most Trumpy exhibition of sycophancy um, you'll ever hear. So let's oh, have a listen. Wonderful. And I happen to have a tremendous feeling for. Mexican Americans, not only That's in so terms sincere. of friendships, but in terms of the in tremendous, tremendous numbers that I employ in the United <laughs> States, and they are amazing people. Amazing oh, you're people. You're so amazing. I have many friends, so many friends, and so many friends coming to Mexico and in so Mexico. Many. I'm proud to say how many people I employ. <laughs> and the United Is States, it? first, oh. second, and third generation Mexicans are just. <laughs> Beyond reproach, spectacular, <laughs> spectacular, hardworking people. I have such great respect for them and oh their strong God. values of family, faith, and community. Wow. Wow. He so, is uh, trumping it on thick there, right? A few points there, oh. I reckon. Number one, uh, that's <laughs> got to be the biggest 180 uh, like pos- on, on a position yeah. in, in sort of recent memory. Number that's two, a big leap, in it, from rapists yeah. to the, the hardest working people. I, I love you. Number oh, two, so it sexy. was all delivered with the, like a funereal tone. I mean, he sounded like he was delivering a eulogy yeah. rather than, you know, like exclaiming his love for mm. uh, a particular people. And, and number, number three, 
like saying that people saying that Mexican the Mexican people are beyond rip spectacular people beyond mm. reproach. I don't even think that Mexican Americans would say that about themselves. Yeah. I think no one would say that about themselves unless you're a knob. And it's just I, sort of yeah, Britain ugh. first would maybe say it about us, but yeah, they would. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Apart, yeah, exactly. Apart from supremacist yeah. groups, which so, well, um, probably sums him up perfectly, right? That explains his rhetoric really, quite well. So, yeah, so he begins his uh, little press conference speech mm. there with um, what can only be described as a funereal but sycophantic uh, opening. Mm. And, um, it, but he quickly, uh, you know, turns on that <laughs> from uh, <laughs> just, you know, talking about how amazing, how, how beyond reproach Mexican people are to uh, how they are basically a nation of human traffickers and drug dealers. Oh, uh, and he manages to do that pretty, pretty quickly, pretty deftly, as he said, <laughs> uh, within about thirty seconds. And uh, by the end of his little talk, he's, he 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 comes up with five points, a five-point plan mm. that he feels will help to uh, secure the interests of both countries, not just America or not even just little Trumpians like himself, but mm. both countries, in his view. Um, so let's listen to the first of those points, What's and I think it's a say? little bit indicative. <laughs> of uh, the kind of U-turn he's made <laughs> in his speech. So let's have a listen to that. Prosperity and happiness in both of our countries will increase if we work together on the following five shared goals. Ooh. Number one, ending illegal immigration. <laughs> Not just between our two countries, but including the illegal immigration and migration. Yeah. From All Central and South America and from other regions that impact security and finance, brown finance in both Mexico and the United States. Anywhere there's brown. This is a humanitarian disaster. I mean, wow. Disaster. So, <laughs> a disaster. It's a the disaster. idea of your people coming to my country are a disaster. It's a disaster. A humanitarian. It's a complete disaster. So, I mean... <sighs> So yeah, I mean, you think you'd, <laughs> illegal immigration or otherwise? You think if it was a, a spectacular race of people, it wouldn't be that? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, sort of. Uh, you wouldn't be that. You wouldn't be that bothered, would you? You wouldn't be that bothered. You'd think. Yeah, but he goes. Crack on. I mate. mean, that's the. Yeah, exactly. Come over. Bring your family. Bring your cousins. But he goes on to. Um, that's, that's the first of his five points. Mm. I'll, I'll give you the rest of them, Paul. Um, oh, let's do the it. Other, the other four. Countdown. Uh, number and point number two was every nation essentially has the right to build a wall. Um, <laughs> Which, China you know, did the it. Sovereignty. Yeah, exactly. China <laughs> did it. Uh, Scotland did it. Or England did it. In the, Ro- the Romans in, yeah. in England. The Romans. Did it, yeah. Romans. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number three was uh, dismantle drug cartels. I mean, fine. Yeah, all right. Fine. Give them that. Give them that. Fine. Number four was improve na- NAFTA. Again, fine. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Do what you want. Uh, number five, keep manufacturing wealth in our hemisphere, which I read to mean fuck off China. Yeah, that is a big. Fuck you, any China. Of you lot, any of you lot over there? So that's um, that's Trumpy's little vision for. Um, he is a he's a visionary, right? He's a visionary, a visionary buffoon. But he managed to re- get out of that relatively unscathed, actually. And it's just Pena who's been absolutely yeah. destroyed. Well, why and, would why would you give uh, him a platform? I just can't get it. Like, what are you playing at, Pena? What are you doing, Pena? You fucking idiot, Pena. You've oh. you've let down Mexico. On this day in history, Paul. Oh, last week was the twenty eighth of August, and the theme was was the release onto the market of lovely. 
British sauces. Oh and, yeah, um, and condiments as well. And condiments. As it well. was. And um, the options were mm. uh, in 1822, a doctor from Manchester selling, mm-hmm. started selling his hugely popular Bovril drink. Ooh, bit of bovers. Sat, bit of bovers. Number bit two. Of bovers. Number two was uh, in 1837, pharmacists from Worcester started selling their new concoction, Worcester Shisworth. Worcestershire. Uh, and in 18, fun fact, in 1840, clubs uh-huh. in London's West End started selling, selling the now famous and my favourite name of all time. Gentleman's relish. Yo, mm. oh, there's nothing quite like a smothering of gentleman's relish. Oh, who doesn't like oh. that? So, I think you went for number oh. one, Paul. I think you went for bothers. I think I did go bothers, yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Paul, the answer was number two. Bollocks! That too. It was pharmacist from Worcester. Oh. Now, if, I'd, if I'd have given you the names of the pharmacists, I think you would have got them. Ah. Oh. The Is it um, Liam Perrins? It was Liam Perrins. Ah. Um, oh. Brought, uh, it, there's a bit of a there's a bit of debate about how the recipe to Worcestershire sauce came about. I think most people agree that it, it's mm-hmm. actually from India, like it's a sort of Indian really thing that came over, yeah from Bengal that came over during colonial times and uh, uh, they the, you know they sort of brought brought some over and someone managed to recreate it over here with uh, <laughs> tamarind and whatnot. Um, <laughs> but uh, so that's that's Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce. Um, Worcestershire sauce. All right. Released on the twenty eighth of August. Um, many many years ago, so Wowzers. 1837, in fact. So uh, this week's full. Uh, oh yeah, what uh, we got? What we got? Full are themed along mm-hmm. the line of. So I can start that again. Actually, go for <laughs> it. <Fuck that. laughs> this week's facts, Paul. They mm-hmm. are, and the theme is uh, ethno gangland massacres. All right, I All got right. this. I got this. Yeah. Just but you, you, you might as well just give me the points now because I got Fine. this. I know. I thought. I thought you might. Yeah, um, it's like this is my mastermind. Bring it. We'll have a, we'll have a little go anyway. Fact number one: um, in 1922, hey. a gang-related shootout in New York's Irish community community became known as the Blarney Stone Killings. Ah, the Blarney Stone, blah blah blah. The Blarney Stone <laughs> Killings. In 1941, mm-hmm. number two, a mass brawl with a number of fatal stabbings took place in Philadelphia's Italian community and became known as the Spaghetti Killings. <laughs> And uh, fact number three was in 1977, a shootout in San Francisco's Chinese community became, became known as the Golden Dragon Massacre. Ah. So that's Golden Dragon Massacre, Spaghetti Killings, or Blarney Stone Killings. Ooh. Do you know what? I may have I may have overregged the pudding of confidence right at the top of this. I, yeah. Pretty clueless, to be honest. I thought... Um, I don't know what I thought. I know nothing about gangland killings. I was, <laughs> I yeah, I was just showing off. I was just oh showing dear. off, and now, oh now I look like an absolute bloody wally. Um, now, but so I've got golden dragon, um, you've got, spaghetti, um, spaghetti, and Blarney Stone, and De Blarney Stone, De Blarney, De Blarney Stone killings, nineteen twenty two, the, sp- the New spaghetti York. killings, nineteen forty one, Philadelphia. Golden Dragon, nineteen seventy-seven. Hmm. Right. Well, in uh, they're in America. Everyone's shooting each and killing yeah. each other in America as bloody usual. Ah, oh, they love it, don't they? They love it. All over it. Pack it in America. Pack it in, you lot. Stop killing wallies. each other. Um, baseball or something. Isn't it? Do what you do. Do what you ah. do. Um. So I reckon I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess, and. Uh, in honour of my recent viewing of uh, John Carpenter's seminal Big Trouble in Little China, 
I'm gonna go with the Golden Dragon Massacre, whatever it was. The yeah, that one. Golden Dragon Massacre. Yeah. Answers next week. Ooh. Welcome to Ed Miliband's Parliamentary Greatest Hits. As soon as we find some, we'll let you know. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you all had lovely summers. Yes, yes. Splendid. I did too. Philip and I had a delightful time walking across Austria. Just what we needed after the madness of the referendum. Oh, that sounds wonderful, miss. Yes, thank you, Liam. But here we are, back in the saddle and ready to tackle the greatest constitutional crisis since the war. Uh, Oh, for fuck's sake, where's Boris? He's late, miss. I knew he would be like this. Why'd you make him foreign secretary? The man's a buffoon. I know, I know, Liam, but, well, the plebs do love him so, don't they? What's up, bitches? Oh, for crying out loud. It's already started. Can we be serious, please, Boris? Oh, uh, look, 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 uh, look, 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 Davis, look, look, chill out, okay? What happened? You finally get laid over the summer? Now, 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 now you've got a pair? Oh, is that what it is? Do fuck off, Boris. Oh, uh, look, 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 I'll... I'll... I'll fuck off, Davis, okay? Right, you know, right into your mum's open mouth. Now, now, boys, now, now, enough of this silliness. We've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, guys, stop it. I was being good, though, wasn't I, Teresa? Yes, Liam, yes, you were. You can have a sticker for your chart. Yes! Brown-nosing prick face. Well, no, no, look, look, look. Now we've all, you know, you know, shaken the sand out of our vaginas, okay? Can we, can, we, can we just get on with this, please? I've got a massage at 11. I don't want to miss it. You know, Keith, Keith Vaz put me into his place. And we've got a cracking deal. Right then. Let's see who did their homework over the summer. I want some Brexit ideas. Foxy, what have you got? Well, I think you're going to like this one. <clears throat> Brexit means Brexit. Well, I've been saying that all fucking summer. But what in the actual fuck does Brexit mean? Well, ma'am, it means... Brexit. Hmm, Davis, you're uncharacteristically quiet. What have you got for me? Canada, miss. I was going to say Canada too, miss. Canada. That's it, is it? Canada. That's not really a plan, is it, Davis? Okay, okay. How about Canada and... Wait for it, wait for it. Norway. Uh, Again, Liam, that's not really an idea either, is it? Those are just countries. Didn't one of you have a single idea on how we're going to get out of this shitfest? Well, with all due respect, ma'am, I haven't heard you come up with anything. Well, with all due respect, Liam, I'm not the fucker who shat in the pool and invited the whole country over for a swim, am I? Oh, uh, look, okay, okay. Look, Tracer, look, you know... Just put, put your dick away, okay? You're embarrassing Davis. Now, now, just everybody, you know, everybody just shut up. Just shut up. Listen to me. Um, let's not fucking bother with this whole, you know, just Brexit mess. Um, let's just keep saying Brexit. Um, it means Brexit. And, uh, gradually, uh, we'll each, we'll announce that each leave promise, uh, won't be upheld. Uh, we'll blame that on Nigel. And, uh, and it was UKIP, 
uh, nutters, and uh, we'll add a little bit of Bojo magic. I'll piss on Angela's Merkel or something like that. And the whole sorry mess will be forgotten in a year. Hmm. Miss May, can we get a statement on when you'll be triggering the Article 50 of the Lisbon Treaty? Uh, Brexit means Brexit. What happened next this week, Paul? Yep. And the so, theme of this week's oh, yeah. what happened next is just is just generally it's just Ireland. Ireland. You know, because of Ireland oh and their my tax god! Affairs, I thought let's just have a look at Ireland. People don't let's look at do Ireland it. enough. I love Ireland. And um, so uh, question number one is mm-hmm. uh, what happened next? Obviously, is uh, you know the clip I've got is from a chap called Paul. Uh, a chap called Paul Gogarty. I think his um, name is Gogarty, uh, who's a Green Party member, mm-hmm. uh, and he's speaking in the Irish Parliament. And uh, let's have a little listen. I respected your sincerity. I'd ask you to respect mine. Well, all due respect in the most unparliamentary language. <laughs> he's about to fucking kick off. <laughs> he's about to kick off there. But watch it. Stay to your Parliament, mate. Next into Parliament. Uh, what do you think happens next? Well, I, I think he called him a massive feckin' cunt. And uh, <laughs> I probably threw down. Uh, do you want to be any more specific? I'm going to give you half a point. I think I'm going to need... it's This one, you, you, you could you could conceivably get it. If, uh, <laughs> I mean... Does know. he call him a feckin' Egypt? Okay, I'll give you half a point. Let's Go on, let's, I'll take half a point. Let's listen to the answer, shall we? Let's do it. I respected your... Sincerity, I'd ask you to respect mine. Well, all due respect in the most unparliamentary language. Fuck you, Stephen Stark. Fuck you. I apologise now for my use of unparliamentary language. That is most unparliamentary language. That is the most unparliamentary language. He's right. That is unparliamentary language. That's big fucker. That's Green Party member of the Parliament, Paul Gogarty. Fuck. Don't mess with Gogarty. Mizzle at. A chap called Deputy Stag, Emmett Stag, who's the deputy um, of the house. Emmett Stag, uh, so, big uh, fucking Stag. <laughs> and he told him, he said, "Fuck you." So you said, "Feckin' Egypt." So I'll give you half a point. For I'll that. take half he a point said, for he that. Said, Fuck you. Seems fair. What I was looking for. Mm. Um, question number two, and uh, this is who we got? Um, an Irish news piece from the Irish news channel um, RTE. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I want you to see what hap- uh, predict what happened next. So uh, let's take a listen. The court heard how Mr Bernard Kilkenny, an off-duty guarder from County Mayo, was in Dublin for the All-Ireland final when the alleged incident occurred. Whilst chatting with friends on Talbot Street, he was suddenly struck on the buttocks. Upon turning around, he saw the accused, Robert Montague of Bram Stoker Crescent, whom he said had adopted a martial arts pose. Mr Montague was heard to say, what are you bleeding looking at? So, <laughs> so an off-duty policeman uh, after a, a football match it seems um, he's with his friends and he, he's struck on the buttocks he turns around and sees a man in a, uh, adopting a martial arts pose adopting a martial arts pose <laughs> and saying what the f- bleeding hell are you looking at what are you bleeding looking at what happens next Paul uh, Jesus what happens next I've, I'm, you know I, I'm probably Leaning towards another fuck you. Well, you you wouldn't get a point if you were leaning <laughs> towards that. Um, oh. 
I think I'm think think more in terms of the action of what's what's happening. So <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's t- one of them's in a martial arts pose. He's just kicked a guy. He's just kicked an off duty policeman in the ass. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. And also, congratulations to the news reporter for reporting it like this. <laughs> very, very professional. Very professional. I couldn't listen without that. snickering. God um, forbid having he actually say the words. Um, I, the copper just lot. the copper just beats him with his with his truncheon or something. That's all I reckon. Unfortunately, he's not he's not got a truncheon because he's not he's not um, he's not on duty. But I'm ah, not going to give you a point for that, Paul. That's but let's, right. let's see what happens. I just want to see how this ends. Okay. <laughs> The court heard how Mr Bernard Kilkenny, an off-duty guarder from County Mayo, was in Dublin for the All-Ireland final when the alleged incident occurred. Whilst chatting with friends on Talbot Street, he was suddenly struck on the buttocks. <laughs> Upon the turning box. around, he saw the accused, <laughs> Robert Montague of Bram Stoker Crescent, whom he said had adopted a martial arts pose. Mr Montague was heard to say, what are you bleeding looking at? But before an answer could be given, the accused kicked the plaintiff in the the chin, knocking him backwards into a shopping trolley. Mr. Montague then pushed the trolley in the direction of Amian Street. Upon reaching Connolly Station, he removed the cowboy hat the plaintiff was wearing and urinated in it before placing it back on his head. The plaintiff said of the experience, it frightened the shite out of me altogether, Lord Jesus. For his part, Mr. Montague told the court, them coaches is always here, all over the place, like cattle they are, smell a shite off them. <laughs> continues. Ursula McCarthy, Dublin District Court. For is that Art- actual news? <laughs> that was Auntie. That was a news report. That's from fucking amazing. <laughs> so obviously, wasn't getting, I wasn't expecting you to get the that. Full, was yeah. I, I wasn't going to get that sequence of events as it found <laughs> out after that. But um, that was nigh yeah, unpredictable. Him in the chin. <laughs> Kicked him in the chin. Shopping trolley. <laughs> before removing a cowboy hat. The before yeah. unmentioned cowboy hat. Before Just throw that little detail in. Throw it, that it in. On his head. Just. <laughs> Take that, you pissy hatted cowboy. <laughs> thank you. Completely, um, you know, remorseless <laughs> about it. Like, anyway. Oh, that's so that's fucking uh, beautiful. Number, number three, Paul. Question well, what we got? What have we got, we got here? How are we going to. How are you going to top that? This is a chap called... Um, his name is Peter Carey, and he's mm-hmm. a horse trainer. Mm-hmm. And, his, and his horse, Flemingstar, has ah, just Flemingstar. won uh, a big you know, horse race, six to four favourite it was. Oh, wow. And he's again being interviewed by RTE. <laughs> so uh, let's see what happens this time. Let's have a listen. And, uh, how does that feel? Your first grade one, congratulations. Thanks very much. It's fantastic. Jesus, unreal. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> it's a bit of a short one there, so he just says, Jesus, unreal. I can't believe it. Uh, what what happens next? You won't get this one. I don't, I don't even know if I want to hazard a guess without just further offending uh, my beloved Anyone. Irish Okay, Gretchen. well, let's, let's just have a listen, shall we? Let's uh, do it. <laughs> And, uh, how does that feel? Your first grade one, congratulations. Me, thanks very much. It's fantastic. Jesus, unreal. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I saw you once. 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 What an absolute hero. <laughs> hero's the word. Hero yeah, is the word. He's an absolute hero. So that's uh, this week's What Happened Next.
Hip Hop English, Paul. New feature uh, where we uh, recite verses. Well, well, we we perform hip hop mm-hmm. through the medium mm-hmm. of an Englishman. Yes. So uh, it's your turn to start off with this week, isn't it, Paul? It you, is. You say a verse, and I try and guess which hip hop classic it is when spoken as an Englishman. I I've, I think you're going to get this, but I I also think it's one that. But it's such a gift of the English language that an Englishman really should be saying these words. <clears throat> Fantastic. Here we go. <clears throat> Girls always ask me why I fuck so much. <laughs> I say, what's wrong, baby doll, with a quick nut? Because you're the one and you shouldn't be mad. I won't tell your mama if you don't tell your dad. <laughs> I know he'll be disgusted. When he sees your pussy busted <laughs> Won't your mama be so mad If she knew I got that ass I'm a freaking heat A dog Without warning My appetite is sex Because Me so horny <laughs> Thank you Is that Is that um, Is that Sir Mix-a-Lot? It's not Sir Mix-a-Lot, no Is it LL Cool J? It's not Ladies Love Cool James. What the fuck? Um, okay, I give up. What is it? So I've actually, I've, um, I've gone for, for early 90s West Coast smut peddlers, the Two Life Crew. Oh, I see. Um, with the titularly titled Me So Horny. Oh, fabulous. Oh, Wonderful. I see you gave it away at the end there. I did. The there was a poo. Said, there was a so poo. I'm so horny. Unbelievable. Well, that's fabulous. That's well, me so horny. That's this week's hip hop English. (laughs) Somebody to slam, (laughs) y'all. Time to get down. Slam, slam, bam. Four headlines. We toss each other uh, and have to come up with a sub-editor line Mm. in a slam, eight mile kind of way. Um, First one for you, Paul. It's what from we the Indie Star, which is Indiana's hottest news source. Oh, I know the Indie Star, man. It's hottest awesome. press in Indiana, without a doubt. And the headline reads for you, Paul, Mysterious Light Draws Thrill Seekers to Michigan. Ooh. Which isn't even in Indiana. In, in Indiana or, I suppose it's close. Who knows? Yeah, close enough. Close enough, I guess. So, oh, the Mysterious Light Draws Thrill Seekers, thrill seekers to Michigan. To Michigan. New Trump tan... Steps up a notch to full day glow and creates a big swing in the park. Yeah, lovely. I thought it would be Trump or maybe Michael Moore. I thought you might go to Michael Moore, just like. Michael Moore is my favourite yeah. son of Michigan. By favourite son, I mean. Something to the, the only, something to the effect only of, famous yeah. Michiganian I know. Apparently, or, you know, too. mysterious light. So, you know, apparently the sun does shine out of Michael Moore's ass. Ah, that's good. See? That's, what I was, that's what I thought was there. Ooh. What you got for me, Paul? What I have got for you, sir. Um, now, my week's guest week, uh, my guestly publication this week is uh, Yahoo News UK. They've uh, kindly provided me with all of their headlines. Thanks to them. Um, as long as you join the other seven people who still look at Yahoo. Yeah. Um, right, first one for you. Sainsbury's has changed its meal deal options and people are livid. Oh, I'm bloody livid. Fuckers. I'm absolutely fuckers. astounded. Um, 
Protests are planned in Tunbridge Wells, Farnham, and Nuneaton, um, with tea yes, and refreshments wide. available. Wide. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get through this. Uh, Don't worry. We made it through the blitz. (laughs) Next one for you, Paul, is from the Telegraph. Um, Oh, hello, classy. Slash Telegraph. There we go. And it goes, Strictly's Ed Balls smacked in the face by an automatic door. Uh, You can imagine they loved reporting that story. (laughs) I bet they just, yeah. And also, I love the fact that he's no longer Labour's Ed Balls. He's Strictly's Strictly's. He's uh, he's changed allegiance to the Strictly party. And frankly, in this this day and age, in the current climate, you'd have to say Mm -hmm. that's a promotion. He's upgraded himself. To to be fair, Strictly come dancing have got a better chance of winning the next general election than the Labour party. Massively. I've got a bigger chance. So, uh, yeah. yeah. What you got, Paul? No. So, Strictly's... uh, Ed Balls smacked smacked in the face face with a door. an automatic door. Um, Ed Ball's latest Strictly dance routine goes awry. Len Goodman scores a seven. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Shout out to Len Gooders. Yeah. I know he listens to the show. Big fan. Long time listener. Yeah. What you got for me, man? So next one for you, sir. Again from uh, from Yahoo News. Japan's unprecedented warning to UK over Brexit. Oh, Japan. Uh, Britain will end up looking like a shit Greece in a tweed, uh, and we will send King Kong <laughs> to London. Uh, Brexit too! Brexit too! Brexit too! So, ah, days. Nice. Brexit <laughs> days is what they do. So, that's me. Uh, next, one, next one for you, Paul. It's from one of my favourite publications. It's from Kent Online. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and love a bit of Kent Online. The headline, quite short, reads in classic Kent Online fashion, I might add. Mm. Motorway delays give camels the ump. <laughs> you wanker. Oh, because camels have umps, yeah, don't they? Get it. Get it. I'm from Kent. Fucking I've got a hardbrow sense of humour. Yeah. Um, motorway delays give camels uh, the hump. Um, animal rights protesters up in arms over controversial Saudi Arabian plans to use camels as speed bumps. Oh. <laughs> That's where they would go for in Kent. You wouldn't put it past them, would you? That's you wouldn't put it past that's them. That's the first place to go to for yeah. looking for scapegoats there. Pardon the pun. Not really a pun. Uh, oh, scape, scape camels. Scape camels. Yeah. Uh, next one. Oh, yeah, for you. Next for you. Yeah, sorry, next for yeah. you, sir. Uh, again, from Yahoo News UK. That's Yahoo News UK. Yahoo. All of your news needs uh, from the late 90s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next. Owen Smith said his sexist tweet was just banter. Just banter, mate. Just having a bit uh, of banter tonight. Corbyn Easter's quick to point out that Mussolini, Hitler, and Jimmy Savile all engaged in banter. Yeah, they did actually. So they did. What they did. kind of leader is bloody Owen yeah. Smith going to be? Yeah, yeah, and the Jews do it. Yeah. What? Yeah, we what? Yeah, no, I did say that. We didn't say that. What? And stupid thick women that we don't respect. What? No, didn't say that either. What? 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 No, we didn't say that. Didn't say that. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> final one for you, Paul. Um, Ooh, this is got? my favourite this is from Tajikistan this is from TJ News Tajikistan welcome return to the show the headline English newspaper headline read Russian made city bus of middle class expected <laughs> to come to Tajikistan soon Russian made city bus for middle class <laughs> no it's middle class oh Russian Russian made Russian made city, city bus. bus of middle class expected to come <laughs> to Tajikistan soon. Oh, middle class in uh, Tajikistan. Um, first time in Tajikistan history. Tarquin and Emily top the uh, top names list for the year. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. Which is is a chance. It's a good chance that's going to happen. Very true. Right then, 
Swiftly moving on, sir. Last one for you. Again from uh, Yahoo News. Armed robbers steal car with two women in the back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Bloody robbers. Um, BBC plan to launch spin-off series called Two Women in the Back, presented by Bake Off's Mel and Sue. <laughs> oh, I'd watch, I'd watch it. That. I'd watch it. Hashtag two women yeah, in the hashtag back. Hashtag two women in the back. Hashtag better than fat. Cor- What's his name? Uh... James Corden. James Corden. Ben and Fat oh, Corden in front. Well, singing with in the back. Mel and Sue. Ooh, Every day, mate. I'd car. love to listen to them. Naturally yeah. in the back. Fabulous. Even if I was robbing someone. Yeah. So uh, so that's uh, Subedit of Slam this week, Paul. And that brings this show to a close. Quick shout out to my friend Ajay, who suggested Hip Hop English as a section to us. So uh, Big shout, Ajay. Shouts out to, shout. Shout out to you, Ajay. Um, it just goes to show, listeners, yeah. that we are, generally speaking, desperate for ideas. Des- and uh, <laughs> we'll, you know, yes... We will do anything. Yeah, put forward any, any shit, we'll probably do it. Yeah, anything. No yeah. matter how degrading. Um, we will <laughs> no doubt entertain it as an idea. But um, The Tom Green of podcasts. The Tom Green of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, you won't see how depraved it gets, but uh, you can just yeah, rest assured it's happening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that means this, that brings this week's show to a close. Thank you for listening. Oh, Please follow us on you. Twitter thank at Digest. Do Email that. us uh, at thegrisseldigest.gmail.com. Follow us on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, YouTube, um, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, Podcast, I don't know all of them now, Podcast Addict. Podbean, is that a new one? Podbean's a new one, yeah, Podbean's a new one. Podcast Addict, that was another one. Wowzers. Yeah, all the podcasts, but hopefully see you next week. Yeah. Sit I never knew a la 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 a la like this. Gotta be something for me to write this. Queen, I ain't seen you in a minute. Wrote this letter and finally decided to send it.